Hi guys and welcome to the Creative Edge podcast with me Hayden Simmons, illustrator, blogger and artist over at www.haydensimmons.com. Do you want to learn how to draw the head? Struggling to draw portraits to your liking? Drawing the head is one of the most difficult things to draw for beginners. They say it's just as difficult as drawing horses, feet or the arch nemesis of the artist's hands. You should have seen my head drawings when I was a beginner. Features wouldn't be in the right place, the eyes would often be too high up on the head and there wouldn't be a complete skull in place. Drawing portraits is one of the key aspects that makes up the majority of art. So when you go to an art gallery you often see figures and portraits. The ability to draw faces correctly is noticeable when you go to these art galleries. So for example, Rembrandt's portraits are legendary. However, his work wouldn't have the same impact if his portraits let him down in contrast to his figures. You see portraits in figurative work, illustrations, through to sculpture. It's an aspect of drawing that a lot of artists want to perfect. You may not be a portrait or figurative artist, and you may not think it's an important skill to learn, but how cool would it be if you perfected drawing heads within your work? The difficult thing with drawing heads and portraits is that one small error in recording the face can result in a big change and look like a completely different person altogether. We've all been there, I've definitely been there, and you may be feeling these frustrations right now, especially if you're a drawing beginner. But don't worry, help is at hand. I'm sharing these easy tips to help you draw the head from any angle. I'll be covering the basics, how forms make up the head, and where exactly you should be placing the features whilst drawing a portrait. So let's begin with step one, the circle and center lines. Start your head drawing with a circle. This circle corresponds to the cranium of the head. The top part of the circle, or its cranium, sits roughly at the bottom of the hairline, and the bottom of the circle sits roughly at the bottom of the nose. Once you've drawn your circle, draw a vertical line down the centre of that circle. This line should continue through the circle and be half the height of that circle, so it should look like a circle with a vertical line sticking out from it. This is your centre line, which corresponds to where the nose, the middle of the eyes, and the center of the mouth sits. Following this, draw a line horizontally along the center of that circle. This is what's called your brow line, or where the eyebrows sit. After completing these two lines and circle, you've worked out the positioning of the head in relation to where the head is looking. So here's a bit of a pro tip, so ghost your lines before drawing on the paper. Ghosting is easy and offers fantastic results. So in a nutshell, ghosting is when you draw just above the paper without actually making a mark before committing to that mark itself. So for example, if you're drawing a circle for the head, you would ghost the action of drawing that circle about 0.5 to one centimeters away from that drawing paper before making the mark, following through with the rhythm three or four times and then making that mark on that fifth rhythm. This results in more confident and cleaner lines. 
So step two is positioning of the chin. Using the distance of the eyebrow, so the horizontal line to nose, this is the distance between the bottom of the nose to the chin. Some individuals have big and small noses, but this is the general rule of thumb. Step number two is positioning of the chin. So using the distance of eyebrow, the vertical line, to nose, this is the same measurement to work out the distance between the bottom of the nose to the chin. Some individuals have big and small noses, but this is the general rule of thumb. To give you an example, if the measurement between the eyebrows and nose is four centimeters, that same measurement will be calculated from nose to chin, so four centimeters again. Step number three is the mouth and eyes. Draw a horizontal line where the mouth sits. This is usually a little bit wider than the nose. The corners of the eyes lines up with the sides of the mouth. So you can either draw a faint vertical line up the face to work out the positioning of the eyes, or ghost this with your pencil or pen in the air. The eyes are usually one eye width apart from one another too. The eyes sit in a socket underneath the brow line. So here's another pro tip. So a good idea is to draw on top of a photograph. This allows you to see how these steps within this podcast episode relate in a real life example. You can then use this knowledge to improve your own head drawings. So next up is the ears. So the ears sit just above the eye line and just below the nose line. Step number five is hairline and chin. These two elements depend on the individual as the hairline depends on how much hair the person has. So it could be bald, for example, and someone's chin varies from person to person. But in most cases, the hairline sits on top of the circle from step one. With the chin, this depends on the chin type and gender. Generally though, females have smaller, more curved chins and males have broader, more chiseled chins. Next up is planes of the face. So different planes make up the face. If you're wondering what the heck a plane is, a plane is when a form turns in space and how the sides of a shape relate to one another in space too, which conforms to perspective. If you imagine a 3D box or if you have a look around your environment right now and pick out any box-like object, the different planes represent the different sides of that box. As the box turns upwards and from side to side, different planes will be shown to the viewer. Planes in art is more complex than this, which includes perspective, for example. But if you understand the essence of how planes work, it would help your overall portrait drawings. There's three planes on the forehead, there's three planes on the nose, so one on either side and down the nose bridge, and the overall head with cheekbones, which has three planes. When a face turns horizontally and vertically in relation to the viewer, the planes turns as well. For example, if a face looks up, the plane of the forehead is shorter than when looking down. It's not essential to know everything about planes to draw a head, but it will definitely help improve your understanding of how to draw a portrait. This will improve your overall portrait game. So in conclusion, what have you learnt? So if you follow these steps to draw the head, 
it will definitely help your portrait confidence. Talking of confidence, the more you do of anything, the more confident you become. I suggest you firstly look at photographs of heads and see how these steps correlate to the photographs. Look how the ears relate to the eyes, how the nose relates to the chin, and how the corners of the eyes relate to the mouth. The more of an understanding you have about the head, the better your head drawings will be. To put it simply, draw a circle for the cranium, draw a vertical and horizontal line through the circle, see how the eyes, ears, hairline and jaw relate to one another, draw the planes, the facial features, and then the shading or rendering, and then you're done. If you want some more help with how to draw the head, I've published a super helpful video over on my YouTube channel, which I'll link in the description. Um, this is my dedicated channel for drawing portraits, so do check that out if you haven't already. Any likes or subscribes would be more than grateful. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, guys. Please do subscribe wherever you get this podcast. I'm also on social media, on Twitter at Hayden Sim, on Instagram at Hayden Simmons, and also on Pinterest and also a YouTube channel, which I have recently created called The Portrait Guru. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I look forward to the next one. Thanks very much. Thank you.